From the facts, and I'm talking fast. We gotta talk about the seals. What's up with the seals? We gotta talk about the seals. We gotta talk about them now. We gotta talk about them tomorrow. We gotta talk about the seals all the time. Tastes like fried chicken. Broadcasting from a dark, lonely, quiet, lonely corner, all by myself. This is Tastes like fried chicken. Another heater from the burner, sparking light of fluid If you could find a crew that's any hotter, find the do it Now what kind of music echoes through the catacomb? Home is where the heart is, so the heartless never had a home You just stumbled onto something amazing Jill, where are you? Oh yeah, she's on vacation uh, And I really hope they're having a fun time um, Good luck to you, Ultra Knowing what we do from the show About Chill and her massive wang Good luck to you Hope you don't need it uh, Or maybe that'd be good I don't know What you do is your own business And this intro has gone way off track already And that's kind of like this show uh, Jess Wood was on with me f- Oh shit With me for my first solo Uh Interview, uh, you know, episode of Tastes Like Fried Chicken. Hope it's not too uh, one-sided for you. Chill should be back pretty soon. Um, we are presented by the Chonilla.com network. Uh, thank you, Cloven Shirley, for everything that you do. If you'd like to check out um, old episodes of the show or anything like that, TastesLikeFriedChicken.com is our website. Um, you probably could leave comments. I really don't know. Um, I'll check. I'll get back to you on that. Um, we are uh, really grateful to them. We are only here because of them. And um, if you guys would like to spread the show, uh, our numbers are still growing, but it'd be great for them to grow some more. Tell people about the show. Hit us with a review, five-star or otherwise, on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, tell people and spread the word. It uh, It's really great, um, you know, that, that we are still growing and our listenership is still growing. And to everybody who's coming on board, thank you so much for supporting. Got some more exciting shows lined up for you uh, for this month. I plan on trying to make it a regular weekly thing, but... You know, it may be every two weeks. I'm going to do the best that I can on that, but not making any promises. And, um, you know, thank you to everybody who's supporting us and and, uh, the universe in general for being so generous. It's fucking amazing that we have uh, um, so many of you out there listening and uh, enjoying. So, um, yeah, if you hear someone on our show who, who you like... Reach out on Facebook, reach out on Twitter, let them know where you heard them, and um, it really helps us get guests when former guests um, have fans, uh, you know, they can speak highly of us and that that people are listening. Anyway, here's the show. Enjoy. Let's get going. Sweet. Well, thank you so much, Jesswood, for coming out tonight. That is really cool. Chill is, uh, she has abandoned me. She's gone on vacation from her uh, retirement that she lives at 42. She's had a hard time not working and uh, fucked off and left me by myself. So thanks for stepping up. Hey, all right. I like the way she lives. I know, man. I like man. her style. She's like super baller. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to take a little piece from her, though, and, and do that exact thing. She's got it going on, I think. Yeah, she does. She does. And she appreciates it, too, which is really nice. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't take it for granted at all. So you got to like respect that. 
grateful to be living the life of leisure and fucking love. Yep. Well, um, if she wasn't, I'd be like, slap a bitch. (laughs) 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 She always yells at me. Yeah, she does that with everyone, to be fair, though. It makes makes me know that she loves me. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, so what have you been into lately, man? I saw your uh, Spreecast um, trailer. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry, I'll take my top off soon. I um, (laughs) I've I've been excited to get back because I I just feel so empty in my life without talking shit. I mean, I talk shit every day, but goddamn, I need like a vehicle. I need my my media back, my my means. You had a really good thing going too, like Josh and Elon and Aaron. You know what I mean? Like it was a good show. I know it was fucked up. It was fucked up. Well, look, I'm wearing my uh, I'm wearing my Ice Cube sweatshirt because I'm like Ice Cube when he left NWA. I'm like no Vaseline, fuckers. That's right. Yeah, I got Josh. Josh is coming. We're doing Tuesday nights. We're gonna do Tuesday nights. Uh, the Ratchet Hatchet. That's nice. So, fuck everybody. We got to do this because <laughs> I mean, I'm going fucking crazy. I, it gets in your blood, man. It really does when you get to bullshit and people actually listen. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, so it's Saturday night and nobody gives a fuck what I say except maybe two people. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, you know, so, uh, a lot of times I'm on stage on the weekend. So this is nice for me. Um, right. And, and I, I decided like Friday night, I'd much rather stay at home for a couple hours and talk to people about fucking and talk to people about, you know, how to get off better before they go out. Maybe, you know, it's early. I'm doing sa- uh, seven o'clock on Friday. Right, so right. it's kind of early, like a pregame. That's awesome. And it's going to be specifically like orgasm focused it's not just sex friendly it's like orgasm friendly orgasm friendly (laughs) well what other show has that (laughs) missing something here i like it no you kept right to the chase like no well there'll be some talk of you know uh foreplay well of course let's not ignore the foreplay guys please don't ignore the foreplay please Please slow down and slow down that, I'll, I'll just keep sneaking in little things every once in a while. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. And you and Josh are going to be doing like um, the same sort of thing. The crazy news. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. We got, um, I already have some stories that were given to us that were written in um, a couple weeks ago and with people, I think people are just like, we hope that maybe you'll talk about someone who shit all over himself. Please talk about <laughs> this guy. So really, and I and I have to just say thank you to anyone who's listening tonight and uh, anytime really, and just say thanks for really being so supportive of me and of Josh while we're off the air because fuck man, it was August 1st was the last time we got to record. Yeah. And if if people still remember, you got to, I mean, that's a lot because we forget shit all the, in the 20 hours. We're like, who the fuck is Jonathan <laughs> Martin? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, not, totally. You know what I mean? The fucking news stories are crazy. Every couple days, you're just like, oh, no. And so to be remembered and to be thought of is really, really nice. So uh, just I love everybody. They're so great. And I love talking shit and talking about sex and uh, you know, I'm going to miss Aaron a tremendous amount. Uh, I felt like Aaron was a really, uh, pivotal piece to the after black, but, yeah. um, I hated Elon on the show. I was fucking shut up. You pro clutching <laughs> grandma. You know, I, I, I it was like, this fucking guy just, flatlined. you know, when he would come on. So, uh, <laughs> 
not going to miss that. Not going to miss that. And uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, you can always get a straight man, you know, like you could look for somebody to fill those shoes, maybe. Oh, to yell at? You mean? Well, you, you know, like an Aaron sort of uh, type oh, of like personality. Aaron. You know what like, I mean? Like, just I mean, you can't really get much calmer than Josh. Yeah. He's so fucking low key. Like, I, and I see him, and I'm, and I, I just went to his show the other night, and I was like, "Hey, Josh! Like, I don't get to see you, and I love you, and I miss you, and what's going on?" And he's like, "Hey, well, how's it going?" <laughs> I'm just like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Like, I was like the lunatic, you know? Like, "Live on! I'm touching myself." You know? <laughs> Good for you. Good for you, Jess. Hi. Wow. He always gets me too. I'm like, what are we gonna talk about? We we have a lot to talk about. He's like, we have plenty to talk about. Don't <laughs> plenty to talk about. You know, and I'm all excited. Come on, dude! I got the studio. I got microphone. I got fucking buttons to push. I'm ready. And he's like, good. Are you sure you have the wires that you need? You know, it's very <laughs> calm, and it makes me feel like a fucking lunatic even more. Which, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Keep with the. Oh my god, I have to keep up with myself a little bit. Oh, oh, and I wanted to show you tonight. I did a show actually before your show. I was in the city of Manhattan, in the city of Manhattan, and I did this show, and I'll set it up for you. It was called The Biggest Asshole, and uh, look, stop laughing because you know I won already, fucker. (laughs) It's true. Um, They, okay, so the questions were like, it was like a game show, and the questions were stuff like, um, hey, if you took a shit, and it, it didn't go all the way down on the first flush. Right. Would you stick around and flush it again? Sure. Wow. Well, I, fuck you. No. What, am I in a hurry? Am I on a date? Is there a theater curtain waiting for me? Like, where? What's, what kind of shit is it? You know what I mean? Where oh, totally. Am? That depends a lot. You know. Yeah. What kind of place you in? Because there's certain places where it's like, who's gonna care, right? But then there's other places. You know, a friend's house, for instance. You may want to, you know, be a little more polite. And all my friends know I'm going to fuck their <laughs> toilet. <laughs> I would never go like, sorry, Frank. You know, like, I'm just, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know me, Owen, so you kind of know my story. But I was not potty trained like a normal. Because <laughs> I recently asked, I asked my aunt, wow, my aunt, yeah. very Jewish New York lady, my aunt. And my, I was raised in California, as you know, um, with the hippie people. And my aunt, I was like, hey, Aunt Vicky. How was I potty trained? And she goes, potty trained? You shat on the lawn like an animal. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense is what I'm saying. So, oh, man. Yeah, so this particular question tonight for this game show that I was on, they wanted to know would I take the time to flush again? And I was like, hell no. Fuck everybody. I'm. This is my shit. I don't even care if I come across the shit when I come into the toilet. I'm that nasty of a bitch. I'm like, oh, there's shit. Good for them. They're healthy. Look at that. It's nice. Coming out the toilet. A little bravo. I mean, a good shit. There's nothing like it, really. Yeah, you that's know. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you of the Jewish persuasion? Are no. you a chosen person? No, See, I, not, no. I have the Jewish eye of the chosen people. <laughs> We talk a lot of poop. I don't know what it is about the Jews. We love to talk poop. Shit. Now, and you went through like sort of the uh, white liberals like 
best sort of fantasy ever where you like thought you were white for years and then oh no you're actually a minority and you can be like yes i knew it <laughs> like that's the white people's dream i thought white people were just like i am a white person and i hate everybody i don't know i, I was well the white liberal right like you can like i don't have to give away my privilege i still look the way i do but <laughs> deep down inside i know i'm not one of these assholes you know uh, yeah, well, you know, it's funny, Owen, because it did make sense to me when I found out that I was a Jew. I was like, wow, uh, this kind of makes sense. I've always been a little sad. I've always been <laughs> funny, you know, like I never felt like I fit in. Sure, I got blonde hair and I'm in L.A., but fuck, I don't feel like any of these bitches, you know, around here. And I never was friends with blonde people. Like, it was weird. All my <laughs> friends were like weird looking, you know, a bunch yeah. of weirdos. I always got stopped in my car, like, up against the car. Like, fuck, <laughs> why? Oh, because everybody doesn't look like me. Fuck. So is that thing about Froggy True, like, did he really kill somebody before the seventh grade? Uh, or is that, that an exaggeration? I, I, no, I mean, as far as I know, these guys, look, wow, it was a very intense time. And, you know, as you know, and as the, as a lot of kids know in the, in the media, when there's a gang killing yeah, i'm doing yeah. my little air sure. uh, nobody cares yeah it's not like in the valley and some blonde kid that died it's just another mexican kid or another black kid as far right. as they're concerned in la and so and when you're a minor you don't go away for a long time yeah no you know? i guess not fuck that's crazy yeah froggy he's a good guy he's still around actually oh that's and, good you know, there's a couple of the kids that are still around and they Facebook, like they friended me on Facebook. And I, <laughs> and I was like, all right, what is this, like 20 years? Are you guys out? Like everybody's out? <laughs> you know, like, oh, but they watched the video. Like I have a couple videos where I talk about the Cholos and I talk yeah. about PCP and getting all fucked up and everything. And it's not like I don't I don't talk shit. I'm just telling my story. Yeah. Well, but I did get a little nervous that, like, maybe they would watch and be like, what are you doing fucking telling our secrets and shit? You know, and I'd right. be like, sorry, Fraggy, I love you. But it was actually the opposite happened. Like, I got comments that <laughs> I got comments from the from the gang members that were like, LOL, PCP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> they love it. They love it. This is great. So. Out, you know, it worked out okay. Yeah, the sort of remember the PCP days. Wasn't that fun? Like looking back on this with nostalgia on that shit. Because that's before crack, right? Like that's probably that oh, time no, period. No, no. no? Well, let's not eat me too much. No, no, no. Uh, it was before. Well, crack was on its way, but it wasn't like a nationwide situation. I mean, right. LA was the first. We were the the first and glamorous place to get it but we right like no i don't mean like before the invention of it i'm, I'm talking about it as a kid in saskatchewan listening to the detroit news so like for a while it was like all crazy people on pcp stories and then at one point it just sort of flipped over to crazy people on crack stories do you know what i mean like oh. uh, that was the the extent of the influence i had with it like we had none of that around where i was so 
Yeah. Oh no. Oh, see, I I knew a family of kids. It was the, this white family that I knew in Hollywood, and the kids were all adopted, and they were all crazy fucking crazy. Like all like the oldest brother dealt weed, and then the youngest brother dealt crack because that's just the way that it worked. Worked like generationally. It was like, <laughs> oh well, the weed is really a big deal when the older brother's a teenager, and then like crack is really big when the younger brother's wow. teenager. So everybody just kind of takes over. Sure. And the, the sister was my friend, and she was a little older than me, and she got really bad into crack, this poor, poor bitch. And mm. and we, I remember driving with her. She was older. She was 16. She had her license already, and I was probably like 12 or 13. And we were driving. We drove down to um, East L.A. It wasn't South Central. Like a lot of people think like, oh, Compton, South Central, la, la, la. Well, when I hung out with the gang members, the the Mexican kids later on, like in junior high, like a year or two later, we would go to Compton and get PCP. Right. Uh, but when I was with this girl, this white girl, we would go to East L.A. and we'd get crack. And and this black guy sold it to her. His name was Pookie. <laughs> and his phone was as big as this microphone. Like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, I got you. You know, one of those shoebox like, ones. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, well, he's handsome and an entrepreneur. So I had kind of a crush on Pookie, um, but she got cracked out. Like, she got so cracked out, and then the the boys in the house got cracked out too. And then the whole house was nothing except for like a spoon, like a burn spoon. Like there was yeah. nothing. Like, they sold the furniture. They sold the lamps. Like, and then like yeah. a spoon. Like, like it was the saddest fucking shit. A crack is, crack is whack. I mean, yeah, it's pretty brutal. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially was, back then when it was like CIA supplied dirt cheap <laughs> everywhere, like everywhere, you know, at, at first it was crazy how much like pure cocaine was around. Like, I yeah. don't think it's even like that these days. I don't really know. But like, it sounds like that was sort of, yeah, a crazy time that way. Yeah. Well, I these kids that I knew were coked out and selling coke, you know, and then would cook the coke and make crack. But what's weird that I always thought was fucking weird is like racially how divided they made it seem. Like the white kids that I knew that cooked up crack, they called it freebase. Mm. But the black kids that I knew that cooked up crack, they called it crack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's the difference except for the zip code and the way these fuckers look? Because really, I hung out with so many different types of people that I was like, yo, I was privy to black kids cooking it, white kids cooking it. They're all cooking the same shit. Yeah. It's crap. But uh, the whites will call it free base. Mm. Hmm. And Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so I wanted to share with you this prize that yeah, I yeah. that I tonight. I know all that for not, for all this. So it was the, the biggest asshole. So they ask all these crazy questions. And I had some crazy answers, as I usually do. But the <laughs> Um, the, the trophy, which I'll pick you, I'll pick up here is a, I know it's like the reveal. (laughs) 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 It just keeps going. She's going to kill me. Okay. So this is a butt plug, right? People don't know. (laughs) A large butt plug. There's several butt plugs. (laughs) Stories high. It's three stories long. Okay, you guys. I don't know why it's so close. I'm not doing it right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, wow. 
can tell you this this equipment is all very new to me. Okay. Holy crap. So okay. It comes with a little side of Vaseline. <laughs> I don't know if you guys feel <laughs> oh, it's a trophy butt plug. Oh, that's great. Look at that. It's got like it says number one a hole. Who's the biggest asshole? Twenty thirteen. It's got a Vaseline attached to it. It's on a pedestal with a giant golden butt plug. That's uh, beautiful. <laughs> and then I have a lovely shot of me next to it. Hi, thanks. And then they go, oh, speech, speech. And so I said, well, I'd like to thank my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, she really does deserve the credit on this one. <laughs> well, she's definitely made me who I am today, <laughs> poor lady, crazy ass lady. Oh my god! So this butt plug. So I carried it. So I carried it. I carried the butt plug through the subway. <laughs> I really it. Like I clutched it with my hand. I was like, I'm going to the F train. Look out. F and F and Fers. <laughs> and I, I ram through to get a, let me get a seat. And I fucking ran and I ram. Oh my God. It just fell. <laughs> now you're throwing it around, man. <laughs> I wow. am the holder of the golden butt plug. That's so let's, awesome. I'll take it. I was really excited. But, you know, you had to do stuff that was mean, like, to get it. Um, the lady who was the MC, she says, now, there was a guy who, a volunteer from the audience came up to play with us to see if he could compete to be the biggest asshole. Right. And... Um, when we got introduced and we came out on stage, she's like, okay, here's Jess Wood. And she asked me, what do you want me to say about you? And I go, well, like some asshole-ish? And she goes, yeah. And I go, well, tell Jess Wood hates your kids. <laughs> so she's like, oh, that's good. I go, well, it's true. It's better be good. <laughs> so, so, we're, so we come out and she goes, introducing our first contestant, Jess Wood. She hates your kids. And then they're applauding and, and I come out to the audience, to the stage, and I'm all, yeah, like to the audience, <laughs> fucking assholes. So I'm already doing it, you know, I'm in, I'm in character. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then the guy who's the volunteer comes up, and he happens to be this young Jewish man who's wearing a yarmulke. Now cut to the end of the contest. We're in the last throes of the questions, and it's just he and I. It's Jew to Jew, okay? It's fucking, we're, and, and I've whispered to him already, like, I really want that butt plug, you know, like in a mean way where he's like, whoa, uh oh, she like might violate me with it on the way outside. <laughs> Look out, Jew, I got the plug. <laughs> so he's all, okay. So then the lady goes, and his name is Ben. So she goes, Ben, why do you think you're a bigger asshole than Jess? And he looks at me and he goes, I don't know. And he got scared. He, I mean, it was like he choked on the butt plug. It was like he choked. <laughs> he choked. So he goes, I don't know. She said she really wants the butt plug. <laughs> and the and the MC goes, well, why would you say that? You don't want to give her the butt plug. She's like your competitor. You're competing. Get, get her. Throw her under the bus. Tell her something terrible about herself. And he goes, I can't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so then he passes me the microphone and I'm like, oh shit. He just set me up for God knows what. So she says, well, what do you have to say, Jess? And I take the microphone, it's real quiet. And I say, well, if there was a God, 
he would probably help me figure out what I was going to say right now. And there's like a hush of the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. This young man has a yarmulke and is a God-fearing Jewish man. And I just claimed, no God! Dick, (laughs) everyone. Dick, move right here. Right here, biggest asshole. Right here. And they were like, wow. She really, that was really terrible. She really fucking just said, no God. And the the man with the yarmulke, not fair. She wins. (laughs) Stick that butt plug in her mouth, too. Shut her up. Atheists are the group that are, like, least... Like they're the most hated group in in America. They're like yeah. the the one you want to marry your daughter the least. Apparently, I don't know where that statistic comes from, but that's what I hear. Somebody who's scared of God. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Listen, I I am like my mom. I choose to be whatever it is that helps me at the moment. <laughs> religious wise, like religious wise, that's definitely where I'm at. I'm pragmatist. Okay. Sure, whatever you guys like. <laughs> and if I win, nobody wins. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Josh won't do video with me. Oh, is that right? No. He's not down with the video. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, dude, come on. Well, it's a it is of- a little weird. I've almost never used it before. Like, I've done it on Rod and Karen's show, but Chill doesn't ever want to do that. So we can't record it anyway. So <laughs> what are you going to do? So um, I got something here I want to talk about. It's uh, this thing that happened here in Halifax. And I don't know if you know any of the history um, of this area, but, like, we had um, a black settlement here from way, way long time ago called Africville. And it was a bunch of, um, like, the British Maroons, I believe. The guys that fought in wars with the British were promised land over here in Nova Scotia and were sent here. And basically, like, there was a small community that was as shit on as possible. They surrounded it with every filthy fucking industry they could. They ran railway tracks right through it with no lights, signs, or warnings. Right through a community with kids Jesus in it. Christ. Just, they just yeah, right that through. makes, that makes sense. I know. It's, it's horrible, man. No, but um, no, no water, no services. Can't go to the hospital, but you have to pay the taxes. Anyway, then they smashed it uh, in the 60s, just bulldozed it, took everybody away in garbage trucks, no less, and um, moved them all to these uh, basically like really sketchy projects that are still some of the most densely populated areas in Canada. Uh, like, they're really, really densely packed in. You know what I mean? Like, the that kind of project housing that's just like... Just like... Yeah. Um, it's brutal. And so we've had a lot of racial issues here, obviously. Uh, there's also, like, a really big black population here because a lot of the loyalists during um, the uh, revolution who were British loyalists because uh, British weren't enslaving people at that time uh, came up here when the when the civil or when the revolution was over so we we just have a lot of black people here a lot of people wouldn't really think that it's kind of unusual but um anyway it's a fucking rough neighborhood area and a lot of poverty and crime and police bullshit and everything that goes along with that right well these kids uh, that live down in that area um have opened this business called hope blooms and basically, um, the young volunteers uh, make a salad dressing that uh, from a garden that they've got down there. And they basically like, well, I've got an article here. 
I read part of That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, just that they're doing it is incredible, yeah. but what they just did recently is just like... Okay, hang on. I should have looked at this before we started. <laughs> well, any kind of gardening or painting. Like, I used to um, hang out with these graffiti guys in L.A., and when we would go to certain neighborhoods and do a uh, painting on the on the wall or an alley, we would cut the crime, like, in half, uh, maybe even more, because there was something positive going on in the community at that moment instead of some fucking just people hanging around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, here, I'll just read the fucking article, because otherwise it's going to, you know, I I don't want to try to paraphrase it. It's from the Chronicle Herald, and it's basically about, um, no, Uh, when the judges on the Dragon's Den started saying things like, whoa, and oh, wow. Yeah, no, I'm not going to read the whole thing. My bad. Um, Okay, so (laughs) Dragon's Den is a show on CBC that is one of these, like, um, a bunch of investors and you bring your business idea to them and ask for money and they give you money in exchange for whatever or they tell you you're an idiot, right? So these kids um, bring their business here, which is uh, they grow these vegetables and they take them down to the market here in Halifax. They sell out every weekend with their um, salad dressing and they're basically bringing in 1600 bucks a week doing this. Um, And so they brought their pitch to this show and... uh, they asked for uh, 10000 um, to build a, uh, a greenhouse so they can do this all year round instead of just in the summer. Nice. And um, the judges were so impressed with them that they gave them forty grand instead. Wow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they were just blown away by them. They'd, uh, they'd already made $12,000 after expenses. Uh, Sobeys, which is a, a grocery store down here, was interested in stocking their product. One Jed said incredulously, you're in Sobeys with this already? Like, And they said, yeah, we turned it down because we can't keep up with the demand. So they were wow. just like blown away by this, right? So they essentially like... Um, got a huge chunk of cash to do this and i can't i think they're like 16 years old the oldest one like they are fucking cool and it's just such a neat thing to see man like they're yeah some of them are just little kids like 10. (laughs) it's it's neat man it's really fucking nice to see stuff like that happen every now and then so you're gonna go out there and help out in the greenhouse or what? <laughs> lettuce or what? Uh-huh. I drive past it fairly regularly. I drive I'm, uh, past I'm definitely not gonna you're be getting to do any work. Hero, pal. You're a real hero out there. <laughs> Listen, they don't need white guys coming down and uh, helping them. They got it. They got it. They got it. It's like volunteers a volunteer, fucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need white guys coming down there. Like, hello, young folks. Can I help <laughs> I'm you? here to help you with your garden. <laughs> Listen, no, a garden's a garden. It's I good got for no it. time for that shit. I, no, oh. Unfortunately. <laughs> Two you children keep me busy. Time. I'm I telling know. you. I'm telling you. Do you have a garden for your kids at least? For yeah, Christ we do. Christ. We do, but it sucks. I'm not good at it. I have a black thumb. Like if I, I kill cactuses, if someone gives me a cactus, it's, oh. it's terrible. Like a plant that needs no water, it just has to be sitting in the sun. No. Listen, I know what a fucking cactus is, fucker. I'm telling you. (laughs) Is it me or the listeners? Listeners? He's talking down to you. I'm sorry. No. (laughs) Um, I mean, like... I was I'm just trying to fuck with you because I know of, Chill would uh, be ones. mad if I didn't fuck with you a little I think bit. That's true. Yeah, right? I definitely need to be uncomfortable at least a couple times. No doubt. Listen, white man. Yeah. Just 
Yeah. Fucking keep it in your pants. <laughs> I don't know. She probably never said that to you. No, she never did. No. It's more about whipping me in the face with her dick. So, you know, it's a new change. We can work it's with usually- that. It's my line usually to white guys. Listen, white man, <laughs> keep it in your pants. Jesus. I had a fucking guy today. He's like, you want me to warm that cookie up for you? Like, uh, do you want to fuck in the back room? Like, what's going on? Warm the cookie up. That's a, that's, he's hitting on me, right? I mean. Uh, I really yeah. don't know. Were you I'm purchasing sure. cookies at the time? No. No. Okay. That's why then probably it's not. really yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Eat that cookie up for you, sweetheart. <laughs> What the fuck? I'm on the subway. <laughs> wow, New York sounds really fun. It's pretty fucked up. I mean, the, I'm I'm so angry on the subway all the time. Like just coming home tonight with my dildo, where my butt plug trophy. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. <laughs> You're the one who's mad. <laughs> and I'm mad. Why am I mad? I got a trophy. It's a fucking butt plug. I should be so happy. I would have assumed that you'd be the crazy person on the train at that point, you know. But no. Well, you're, I could still be crazy one. and mad, you know. I'm oh, probably so. crazy with that. And I'm like mumbling to myself. You know, I'm like this. I'm like this. Is she, is she leaning on the pole? Really? She's fucking leaning on the pole? Look at the people that are trying to put their hand on the pole. She's fucking leaning on their hands, fucking bitch. Fucking crazy bitch. And I'm like that. I'm talking to the fucking... You see it. You see it, don't you? Ooh, it's... Oh, and it smells like it's been lubricated. I oh, no. I smell it before. Oh, it smells like maybe it's been lubricated. This it's, is weird. This it's is not getting painted gold. And it's painted gold, oh, okay. but it smells like maybe the paint is made of lube. I don't think that's the thing. Well, I hope it didn't get lubricated and then used. That really, you know. And someone had a gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sphincter hallway. What kind mm-hmm. of show was this exactly? Mm. <laughs> I've taken way too many drugs. Um, what kind of show was this? It was weird, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was fucking weird, and I was referred. I'm not gonna tell you who I was referred by, but you know him. It's his wife. She referred me, and I'm like, "What are you trying to say?" Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, no, seriously, when they're like, oh, you know what? I know this show you'd be great for. It's completely fucked up. <laughs> and then you're going to compete and you'll probably win because you're <laughs> sick. So. And then it turns out they're right. So you can't really be insulted. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all this self-awareness shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. See, I have a dream board behind me, Owen. I don't know if you've seen it. Well, it's I was a, wondering about that. what that was. There's a lot of stuff going on back there. It's right. a co-op. Wow. But then there's there's a world map, too, and then there's some books. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dirty books and books oh. on – a lot of books about sex, a lot of books about comedy. Nice. So I'm having some very funny sex at my house. <laughs> my material comes from the bedroom <laughs> boyfriend is poor charlie he seems like he's pretty patient though like he gets it That's he's a good cool. guy he's a good guy he, he's uh yeah he doesn't care what does he fucking care he's getting laid he's getting his dick sucked he's like, what do i care go talk about it 
all it's good to me, you know. <laughs> Are you guys uh, ever going to get married? Do you think is that a thing that you? Uh, oh no, we don't have want in a your life. No, we can't have a kid because we're both too old now and it'd be retarded. So we can't do that. So we're not going to have a baby. So we're thinking, no, nah, probably not. Because also with the health care thing, I just got government health care. Let me tell you something. Nice. Fuck yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Congratulations. For the first time in my life. Oh, thank you. You think my parents could insure me? No. These uh, no. Fuckers. So... I have dental. I can't wait to go get my faith, my my faith dicks. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I can't. I get my coochie done. I'm gonna get everything. for a second there you were talking about having your coochie done sorry yeah have it done and i don't mean the jazzled i mean just papped and you know made sure everything's good yeah monitored yeah monitor the coach yeah it's amazing to me that people like don't have that i i really i know you don't and it's obviously something that's real but fuck i just don't get it it's crazy because you guys, you just pretty much take it for granted. Pretty much. I mean, like, we because we live so close to you guys, any time I go in there and I'm like, okay, that probably would have cost me 80 grand. Like, we had major problems with our first um, baby when he was born. It was emergency C-section. I've had a lot of really bad um, wound issues afterwards. And, like, that would have bankrupted us completely. Yeah. We would have had yeah. a new baby and no house, nothing. You know what I mean? Like... And mm-hmm. yeah, we think about it then, but <laughs> you know, yeah, the idea of ever like paying a hospital is just creepy. It's fucked up, is what it is. It's like, really, you're gonna fucking make money off of us? Yeah, That's nasty. And and insurance companies, like I, I said it the other day, insurance companies are like the middleman in a drug deal. Like, why the fuck? If I don't <laughs> get my weed, why the fuck are you getting to dig out on my bag? Eh, let me get a little taste for myself. You know, you don't take a butt out of my bag. That shit is my <laughs> butt. Leave my butt alone. I know where the fuck to get it. Yeah. It's such yeah. a joke. It's fucking sad. So I got government health care now, and I'm really excited because I got a subsidy because I'm so poor, which is wonderful. So, uh, so I can go now. But here's the thing. If we were to get married, we'd make too much. It'd be like too much money. Uh, yeah. So. No, that makes sense. Then. Staying single. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boyfriend's dance, too. He's like, <laughs> It's all right. I mean, we don't really believe in the church, and we don't really believe in the state. Right. So it doesn't make For sense. us, it was mostly presents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like a trip. I would no. like a trip. We, yeah. we might just trick his dad and tell him, like, yeah, we got married, you know? And he'd be like, oh, honey. <laughs> I'd be like, totally. yeah, let's go to Europe, man. Do one of those. Fake weddings, get a couple of actors and some pictures and do a video. And, yeah. You know, I'm an actor. I got all yeah, kinds exactly. of people I hired. How long would that take? Like a half an hour? You know, yeah, it'd be good. Nothing. And I don't invite family or nothing, so nobody no. would know. Do it at the courthouse, you know, the yeah. courthouse. It'd be great. <laughs> behind me with like a panel. <laughs> have like a sheet behind me, like a judge. <laughs> on it. Like, yeah, this is it. Courthouse. 
I actually went to, I was somebody's witness last year to get their marriage at the courthouse right down the street right. from here. Yeah, it was, it was easy. I mean, yeah. they took my mace. I didn't realize you can't bring mace into the court. <laughs> really? Because yeah, I carry mace in my purse. Well, and, sure. uh, and the and the the guy the 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 security guard at the metal detector he's like oh you can't bring that in there I go what if the judge gets wild you know <laughs> <laughs> but I got to pick it up when I left so that's all right that's fair yeah it's like, yeah cool. like Miss Wood you can pick it up on your way after school <laughs> I was always in trouble with shit like that my like, man <laughs> yeah no at first it was really just like well for me anyway it was just because we want kids right so if you're a dude you have no rights at all if you're not married no like, it's crazy how yeah. it works so also you know if i was to get fucked up in an accident or something he couldn't come and be with me in the bed in the bedside like what's fucked up if you're not married is like there's little things like he couldn't come stand by my bed if i was in a fucking coma you know yeah. he'd be on the glass like this bitch is gonna die. I love you. Like tapping on the fucking glass. I just be, beep. you know, I wouldn't know. He couldn't hold my hand like Sopranos. You know, they sang to him and shit. Yeah, yeah. Love you. And he'd be tap, tap, tap. Remember how I, you like to tap? Tap, a tap, a tap. And he'd tap song. Remember you like Ice Cube? Tap, a tap, a tap, a tap. A. <laughs> And tap a tap but like he'd try to tap out and shit. He's a good band. Try to do what he could, but uh, it'd be it'd be done. So I'm gonna try not to get hit on my bike. I remember yeah. all the time I was on it last night. Good old Jenny. There's her seat right there. Hey, Jenny. Oh yeah, very nice. Old school. She's a good girl. She she's yellow. She's nice. yellow. Yeah, she's got a she's got a thick. She's got a nice breasts. She's oh, a little, very nice. Yeah, mine are a lot smaller than that. I have a couple of BMXs out in the yard. I gotta bring in. All right, man. Oh, yeah. A little doohickey, go over the hills and jumpy jump. Yeah, they're mostly more for exercise for me. Like they're just fun to ride because the like you don't see the bike. You have to stand up and your hands are like down, so you basically feel like you're kind of flying. And uh, I like doing flatland tricks on them, like just sort of like standing up. Like uh, it's hard to explain if you don't know what it is, but it's like tricks where you're jumping on the pegs and flipping the bike around and shit like that. But you're not like going off any heights or anything like that because I cannot afford to break a limb. With my right. job, like, uh, no, the one, th like, I got my bike, uh, the first week I had it, I fucking, uh, went down on my knee and scraped my knee up, and then two days later had a job kneeling in, uh, steel electrical cabinets for, like, eight hours a day for the next three weeks, just on my knees the whole time. Uh. So, after that, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna take any chances with this, because it's just not fucking worth it. That's like uh, a hooker's worst nightmare. Yeah. Like, oh, not the knees. No, oh, <laughs> not again. Oh. Yeah. Well, when you said flatline, I was like, flatline? What are you doing? Like one of those things where you jump off the bike and you just like punch yourself hard. Like you fall hard. <laughs> you fucking black out. And then you're like, no. like flatline. Like, oh, daddy, daddy, daddy's flatlining again. Like you gotta, <laughs> kids are all trained in CPR and shit. Get him. No. <laughs> Get him. Like, daddy. <laughs> I mean, I'd be so scared for you. Flatland. That sounds scary. Flatland. No, flatland. Flat flatland. Oh, flatland. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, you're right. That would be terrifying. Look at it. sweetie. Oh, isn't it? Hi, lady. <laughs> isn't that lady? <laughs> Hi, kitty. <laughs> That's true. Oh, That's true. That's true. Nice to know. Oh, 
It's early, Janelle. Stay up. <laughs> Five o'clock comes early with these uh, two-year-olds. My uh, um, daughter's at this point of getting up at like five or five fifteen, and uh, wanting to come and sleep in our bed, quote unquote. But uh, actually, what that means is like kick me in the back, yeah. or else try to get her heel in between like my butt cheeks to rest her foot in there and it's like the most awkward creepy thing and I keep trying to get her out like you gotta push her away and the foot just like creeps back over and like oh it's uh yeah kids in bed because she's obviously not even gonna try to sleep but she's trying to trick me into thinking she is for long enough that i get drowsy and sort of defenseless and then she'll start like how hard can i kick him all of a sudden or how hard can i push him with my feet yeah Something else. Just I love her though. Ad for birth control for good old. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Sounds, you know what I, my cat I mean, does. My cat. She comes in. She goes Quack, on the on the fucking door, and I'm like, Arr! and she's like, Arr! and she fucking leaves. I'm like, all right, later. Yeah, but your cat's a pussy. <laughs> she is. She's a fucking pussy. um yeah like i was wondering what you with your experience and like how you were raised would say you like what would you say you missed most in parenting do you know what i mean like you obviously had such a like you just really had none of it it seems like so what was like what do you think is the, the hardest part of that for you um, I think the consistency, uh, really is what was the biggest thing that I think, and I think a lot of people miss out on that, the consistent, like consistency of having uh set rules or a structure or, you know, like my aunt fucks with me. She's like, you never wanted to make a plan. Right. Like I I was 10. Well, first of all, when you're 10 years old, your fucking parents are supposed to make a fucking plan for you. What am I with a date book? Like, ah, what is it? Tuesday, five o'clock? Like, what? Am, I'm 10. Fuck you. You know? But yeah. that just goes to show you that I was already on my own. My aunt's already trying to make a date with me and then right. pissed at me that I can't fucking make a date with her. You can't keep a date? I'm like, what am I going to drive? I'm 10. Where am I going? How am I getting there? What the fuck are you talking about? So wow, yeah. really like the consistency of someone being there, I think the structure of, you know, uh, you know, forks and underpants, like small shit. But like sure. you said, but, but like you said, Owen, just really most of it was just missing altogether. Yeah. So I think um, the independence was good for me, but the inconsistency with who was around when they were going to be around when we're going to eat, you know, shit right. like that. This is when you're poor too. So that had a big, you know, piece to it too. So I think it was, it was, uh, just, yeah. Consistency. I'd have to say, I think that's why I picked acting and comedy. Cause it's so inconsistent as well. And it reminds me of, you know, that life. It really, so that's more of a comforting thing at this point. I've made it. I think I've made it into it. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's what's it's so comfortable. Familiar. Yeah. It's sure. From, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Is that heavy? Everybody <laughs> <laughs> crying. It's fuckers. Well, you know, that's what we like to do on this show. Crazy and heavy. Don't want to get too much of either, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm and down. And so how is your mom doing? 
Uh, as far as I know, she's okay. I haven't talked to her in a couple of weeks, which she's pissed about. You know, she keeps calling me and Jesse, I guess you're very busy. You know, she always leaves me like a very guilt feel <laughs> message. Like, well, it's your, it's your mom. I guess I missed you again. You're a very, very busy girl. No, she calls me a gal. You're a busy gal, Jesse. A busy, busy gal. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, God! You know, I have that special ring that rings. I have the right. old car horn. Ooga! Ooga! So every time that goes off, I'm like, oh, God, no! It's hard! And I'm like, ah! So I try not to pick up, uh, but I know I'll have to talk to her in the next couple of weeks, you know, the whole holiday thing. Uh, but she, she and I, the last time we spoke, I busted her because I tried to use the DNA place that she said she was using for the testing for my real dad. And I, I sent the, this place, the, the link that she told me it was, I sent away for a DNA test to get to do it with my maybe daddy. And when I got the test, it was completely different than anything that she had said, sent to me or done right. that we had done together. So I called her out and I was like, yo, uh, about that DNA test, did you ever fucking do it? Because, you know, you can't just rub a fucking Q-tip in your mouth and send it in the, ma in the mail. Like you just, that's not the way it works. It's like a sterile thing and a fucking, you got to fill out a form. I was like a whole thing. And then you got to do these like procedural things. Sure, yeah. Before you scrape. Okay. And she just, there's a long pause and she goes, oh, well, I, I don't know. And I go, what? You fucking know you did it like four months ago. What do you mean you don't? <laughs> she goes, well, I don't, Jesse, you know, I don't remember that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that kind of stuff. You mean like my life? I don't fucking know what you mean. I that wow. kind of stuff. Oh, Things Christ. that has to do with anyone but me, in other words. Yeah, <laughs> nice. You got, her good. you got her good. That's right, Owen. You got her. <laughs> wow. Yeah, mama. I yeah. still think, you know, um, talking to her on the show would be fucking hysterical. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to hear that at some point. Hear you two going back and forth. It, it, it's got to be gold, but... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe your impression is better. <laughs> you know what? I'll recommend uh, that you watch. There's a video on my website, uh, thejazzwood.com. Everybody go on down. Thejazzwood.com. Uh, there's <laughs> okay, yeah, bring that down there's right a video on it, and it's, um, a, it's a documentary about sex education that I did. And it's a, like a 10-minute video. But it's called Not Your Mama's VJJ Monologues. And it opens... <laughs> with me and my mother and it's a video oh, and it, yes and it's a fucking classic owen it's me asking her hey did you ever give me the sex talk mom did you do you remember ever giving me the sex talk because i know she fucking didn't give me the fucking sex talk <laughs> they're fucking in front of me and she's like what oh honey you need some underpants oh i'm like no you know, nobody's saying shit to me it's just fucking it's disgusting so i knew she didn't give me the fucking talk but I'm like, you know, I got to I got to pull the fucking thing. So I go, uh, I go, hey, well, I introduced it. I go, hey, my name's Jess Wood. I'm your filmmaker. And this is my mom, Ellen. And she's such an actress narcissist. She goes, uh -uh, Blake, like she has to give her last name. Like she's going to put this on her fucking reel or something like, yeah, it's 
fucking on your acting reel, I'm sure, Mom. I'm so excited for you. Uh, yeah, don't forget the fucking last name. So she, so she's on there, and I go, so did you remember giving me the sex talk? And she's like, oh. And she's wearing glasses, uh, sunglasses. Yeah, oh, and she's yeah. wearing huge, huge sunglasses. Like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> Some movie star, you know, she can't, oh, God, I can't reveal my real... <laughs> My real identity, it would be too much for the people in the street. Yeah, because we're in Staten Island on a fucking block of Staten Island. <laughs> classy and glamorous over fucking Staten Island. Oh, God. So she goes, no, I don't, I don't think I did. I don't think I did uh, give you a, a sex talk. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I know you're upset with me. And it's all on camera. And I go, I go, no, no, Mom, no, I'm not trying to get, you know, any guilt or anything and she goes yeah, yeah right <laughs> she couldn't believe that i wasn't guilting her out on camera <laughs> i was like oh god so i said look mom was anything going on in topanga canyon when i where i was raised was there anything weird going on when uh, you know regarding sex or sexuality or anything and she goes well they were a lot of people were naked a lot of the time <laughs> And I go, oh, they were naked a lot of the, okay, all right, we're now we're getting somewhere. So what do you, how did you explain to me that they, why they were naked? And she goes, well, I, I think I just told you, you know, they're, they're just, they're stoned a lot of the time. <laughs> and I go, wait, your lesson was that, that they were stoned all the time, the naked people? That was your lesson to me? And she goes, oh, God, Jesse, I don't know. You know, I don't remember these things. I don't remember. She does the whole I don't remember thing. So I go, all right, okay, you don't remember. She goes, I know you think that's a cop-out. <laughs> like she talks like she's in the 60s. I think it's a cop-out. It's not too far out at all. <laughs> I don't think it is, Mom. Sorry. She fucking tells me, though. Wow. So, so you can go and watch on video, and she's she's hysterical with the fucking glasses and the whole thing. And the, actually, the movie is really fun. It's a 10-minute um, piece that I did, a documentary about, like I said, about sex education, where I just went and asked all these different women and girls that I knew um, if they'd ever gotten a sex talk. Right. And if they did, what it was like, and if they didn't, how they learned about sex. And it's really interesting. Oh, and I actually want to take that same... Uh, question, and I want to put it into my show, into the Get Wood show, Friday nights at seven on Spreecast Live. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you can send me any kind of questions or anything at uh, thejustwood at gmail dot com. It's thejustwood at gmail. Any questions or comments, stories that you want me to tell? But I really want to know about sex education. I feel like it's such huge huge part it's like underlays underlying in so many ways there's so many parts of our culture that need it so badly i think it would help in so many different ways and i'd like to do it in a fun way and and i've asked when i after i did this documentary i asked some girls some tweens you know i was like if i go what do you have for sex ed and they're like it's horrible and Damn. I said, well, if you had like a movie where it was a documentary with all types of different like colors and ages and classes and races and of women talking about their experience, would you be into that? And they were like, yeah, that would be really fun. So that kind of cool. motivated me to do it. So it's a good little video. Yeah. And I'll yeah. talk about I'll check that out for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Ellen. That's like something I think we were sort of um, 
spoiled with. I don't know necessarily, but I think I, I got pretty good sex education. Like we, they came into the class and they went over everything with us. And like the stuff that I remember most is that it was a Catholic school and a small one and that people took a lot of pleasure in fucking with the, um, teacher because the teacher did the sex education class and obviously hated it and then did the one that the Catholic kids took which was more like the don't you dare do anything cut like you yeah. they could be excused right so there's a bunch of kids that wouldn't be in the class with us they uh-huh. go do their thing and then she'd come over and talk to us and people were just merciless like really asking questions like making her like you know stuff that was just not fair like, like what? so if like i'm what? looking at a, if i'm looking at a porno magazine okay and i turn the pages really 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 slowly and i only beat off up to the point where i'm about to come is that okay you know just stuff like that and making her explain in detail what she meant by things that we obviously knew what it was like <laughs> what do you mean insert the penis into the vagina like how does that you know what i mean like shit like that where she just she'd go bright red and stammer i think she used to be a nun or something i don't know anyway we did get a good education at it though well, that's good because the girls that I interviewed that went to Catholic school had a video, a lot of them, that they had to watch. And it was a birthing video. <laughs> and uh, at least three girls wow. in my thing, uh, one girl said at the end, the nun turns off the video and she says, Does, okay, class, do you have any questions? And the girl goes, yeah, how do I sign up to be a nun? Fuck this <laughs> fucking sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. Most people don't get talked to, though, especially by their parents, you know. So I feel like right now sex is so rampant everywhere. And I love sex so much. And I want people to enjoy it. Like, especially girls. I don't feel like a lot of women, uh, especially younger girls, get to enjoy it as much as I think they could, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I'll preach about it. I don't care. (laughs) I love the clitoris and finding it and all that stuff. I feel like it's so fun. I saw this thing about the shape of it that they just discovered what it is actually like the full organ looks like. Did you, have you seen that? It goes all the way around. It's, it's huge. The, that, the clit's just like the tiny little part on the end. I had no idea. I was yeah. blown away by that. Yeah. That's why I'm like, come on, let's find it. Let's, let's figure it out. Let's get in there. Let's stop, you know, let's stop fucking around. Let's find that thing. Sure. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it going on. So are you going to be doing uh, questions uh, anonymously or people are going to be able to like talk about it openly or like the whole thing's basically whatever you decide in your email, that sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, I would like to keep it anonymous for people if they don't want me to talk, uh, give their, you know, email address and say, oh, you know, 69 kitty cat at <laughs> Gmail says, sure, sure. I understand why I squirt on the wall every time I stick a sheet. You know, I mean, I want to be able to talk about stuff, but I don't want anyone to feel embarrassed because and I think this is why this is such a good medium for it. Because people feel like they have a, uh, either a secret identity, you know, like a handle. Sure. That they sure. can be and they can have an avatar and not really be themselves or whatever. Right. And I feel like, especially for me, I've been talking about sex on stage for years. Right. And I kept getting told I was vulgar. And I kept getting told <laughs> I was saying the wrong things. And now it's very hip to talk about sex on stage as a female stand-up. And yeah. I feel like now it's kind of hacky. And I want to take it to the this place. And I want to sure. take it to 
to a higher uh, higher level. Those bitches aren't getting anybody to orgasm. That's, that's, how, that's how I'm coming in, folks. <laughs> so do you plan to have like experts or are you going to basically field most of it yourself or do some research or what's the plan there? Because there's like got to be some stuff that you're not sure about. It's true. I actually have on hold, I have a gynecologist nice. that's willing to work with me. She's not, she does not want to come on the show, sure. but she's willing to give, you know, her title and her advice. That's I have, great. Um, I, th I thought it was really, I was really grateful. And I asked a few people beforehand. I love your question because I did ask a few people beforehand. Um, I have a couple gay uh, friends in my, on my side. Nice. I have a a gay guy, a gay girl, I have gay uh, man of color. Like I, I want to try to cover as many places as possible right. because obviously I don't, I don't have the experience. I mean, I got a lot of <laughs> fucking experience this hour over here. But I, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, and I don't want to. Sure, I don't, that would be a good show. You so know? I'd, I'd imagine you'll be looking for a transsexual type of person, sure. perhaps a person who is not able-bodied. Oh. That's always a, um, something I forget about him. Anyway, yeah, you know we what I have, mean? Um, we have a couple of um, trans comics who are wonderful, amazing people who I'm friends with, and I have no doubt that they would help me if I was stuck with a question. I have That's no cool. Yeah. So I feel like I'm really lucky to be in the community that I'm in, in, in comedy and in New York City. You yeah. know, you, you couldn't have a more diverse uh, bunch of folks. Right. And, and really uh, also really so talented and smart, too. Like a lot of, a lot of smarties out here. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 For sure. I um, have been finding like one of the coolest things for me as far as just doing the podcast thing. Like we did a couple of episodes about transsexual or transgender people. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, and um, it's just so like you just got this opportunity to learn that has never been there before. Do you know what I mean? Like being able to yes. talk to people like that who like, I just found Lauren Hennessy on Twitter and talk to him and he's like, yeah, sure. We'll come on, you know? And it's like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about um, talking to my son about it just because he's five and he's he's a really deep thinking type of guy. Like I'll I'll tell him something. He just like analyzes it and thinks about it. And um, I think I'm just going to say like uh, just at some point just mention like, you know, some boys are born with girl bodies and some girls are born with boy bodies. Isn't that amazing? You know, isn't that crazy? Like, isn't that cool? Like how what do you think about that? You know? Cause uh -huh. like, I don't think, I don't know. Like, it seems like to me, this is the first generation where we can really do that with our kids. You know what I mean? You're like, right. That's, mm -hmm. it hasn't been an open acknowledged or acceptable thing really to people until now. That's and right. It's, and now it ha like, you know, we understand the situation at least yeah. I think a lot of people do. And that's the only way to approach it is because that's, that's essentially what it is. Right. I don't know. Well, yeah. You got to um, get information out there so that people aren't ignorant about it and aren't fucking stupid and act all fucking lame and bullshitty when they're out. Yeah. Oh, look at that guy, girl. You know, people are all fucking weird. And I'm, I'm one of those 
rare, what I hear, rare Americans. That's what all my European and Spanish friends say. They're like, you're so like not like American. I'm like, what does that mean? It's because I ask questions. I'm like, what? what is that scar from? You know, they're like, usually Americans just look away. Your you friends know? in Europe are cholos too? Wow. Yeah, everyone's a cholo in my life. Everyone. Or Russian. That's really... That's a good one. Yes. I like the just, Russians. Just you're so funny because you just say whatever you say. You like... You just say it. You don't care. I'm like, I don't. I don't really care. But I want to know, you know, and I and I'm never like a malicious in a malicious way. It's always genuinely curious and uh, always pretty, pretty positive. <laughs> I don't usually have much negativity to, to say unless you're a kid on the fucking subway. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. I know you See, have children. They're not. Uh, well, no, listen, man. Like I, yeah. I personally, I don't hate the kid. I hate the parent. It's always the parent's fault. There are no bad dogs. There are no bad kids. It's bad parenting. And if your parent, if your kid is being a pain in the ass on the subway, you are an asshole. And those people make us all look bad. And I think like good parents hate them more because you're like fuck (laughs) you. Because you know how much work it is to keep a five year old entertained and not bugging the other people in public. It is hard fucking work. And if you're gonna be like, oh, I'm on the subway, I can fucking take a rest. You deserve to get fucking kicked under the subway like i just hate that shit everybody else is trying to raise decent kids who are polite like my kids if they fuck up on the subway they're getting like they're getting shit right away and like i don't put up with that in public and they know it and um you know what i mean like that kind of stuff is important and you got to put the time in or you're going to raise a bunch of little assholes and that's, I think, yeah. when something that's going on these days is people are, there's so many ways of getting out of parenting, whether it be like digital devices, you can slap them in their hands or whatever, right? Like there's a lot of different ways you can basically slack off. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's gotten to the point where people are just doing that as much as they can, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, what's funny is that your beef is the opposite of my beef. <laughs> <laughs> My beef is too much parenting. <laughs> I would love it if they fucking put the fucking kid in the fucking give him a device and shut up. <laughs> like this is my this is my worst parent on the train. Okay, here we go. A, what is A for? Oh, that's obnoxious in public. I don't care teaching, what the fuck they're doing. The that is teaching obnoxious. moment. I'm like, I don't give a fuck that your kid knows how to spell apple. I'll throw this apple at your kid. You fucking dickwad. Especially if you're like, making a big show out of it to show yeah. everybody on the train you're teaching your kids. I'm yeah. like, if your kid asks you a question and you tell them an answer. Yeah, that's uh, fine. But don't fucking no. teach in front of all the flashcards. And then look like, oh. Like you're going to take a fucking notice of everybody like going to look at, did you see how smart See how smart was? my kid is? Oh, oh my God. stab your kid. Well, you've got these Park Slope <laughs> people around, right? Yeah. Well, they live everywhere now. I mean, even yeah. when I was going into Crown Heights to do the recording for After Blacks, it was fucking horrifying uh, these parents on the train all of a sudden and then and and all these gentrification in the neighborhood over there it's like all these people walking around all fast like i'm like slow down get a fucking notice who your neighbors are you fucking assholes it's just a bunch of fucking fast walking uptight whiteys over there <laughs> uptighty whitey politey <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had yeah. uh a, a pretty good conversation about gentrification the other day because it's pretty different uh, down there. Like, Ugh, politically, it's the just horrifying. voting works, but we've had a lot of that here too. Yeah, and it's uh, I don't know, I don't know, 
I don't know. Like it, it does improve the areas uh, involved, but I don't know what the real effects of it are up here. Like it, it isn't the same as far as changing voting districts, you know, mm -hmm. like the way it works where you guys are. But yeah, I don't know. Is that like, um, a, like I'm not really familiar with New York as far as uh, all that goes. Like what's the... It's like the craziest, most expensive place to live, right? Is it's that terrible. it's terrible? Well, when I first moved here in uh, 90, 93, um, it was I paid four hundred dollars for a studio apartment in Manhattan, right. which is unfucking hurt. You can't even rent a garage for four hundred dollars a month. You can't even rent a parking place for four hundred dollars wow. a month anymore in Manhattan. Now, granted, when I was living there, they were pulling out body bags, you know, from vacant lots and shit. There was junkies right. dying, like it was the trend and um and then as the city got uh you know safer when they changed mayors when giuliani came in um after dinkins he fucked it all up like he 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 made the police force like he tripled the police force and yep. he he shut down like certain stuff that was really just like a staples of of the city that maybe were a little grimy but it was what new york was you know even times square right. Times Square is fucked up. It's supposed to be fucked up. It's not supposed to be fucking be Lion King and fucking, <laughs> you know, Pink Berry. It's supposed to be porn and fucking tranny hookers. You know, that's what Times Square is. <laughs> I, I lived I lived on 43rd and 8th in the 90s and I had a I had a transvestite hooker scream at me one night, "Yo, white girl, keep on walking cuz right here you blocking all my cock." <laughs> And that's New York. That's New York, man. Yeah. And it's not like that anymore since Giuliani came and he cleaned it all up and shit, put everybody in jail for smoking weed on the street. Like, I mean, yeah. it's it fucked up. So then people decided, oh, it's safe. It's safe. Got to move there. It's safe. Right. And the rents just skyrocket. And, you know, all the bullshit with all the money, all the people that moved with the money. And... All the neighborhoods that used to be like the really scary neighborhoods were becoming the hip neighborhoods. And then, you know, everybody get priced out. And that's just, right. it started in Manhattan and it just went out further and further and further and further to the boroughs. And so in Brooklyn, you have to go live in Coney Island and shit. That's like an hour out of the city. Wow. To get a good rent. And we live in it. We live in a rich white neighborhood, me and Charlie. Because Charlie's got good credit. So we came over here. It's nice. nice. I used to live in the Gowanus Canal. It was fucking terrifying. <laughs> so it's I, like poison canal. <laughs> Sick. Damn. Yeah, I kind of envy the city dwellers, I have to say. We're like 30 minutes or so out of town, and I love living in the country and all that, but if I could be nice to go to a movie or a bar every now and then. like. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd yeah. fuck my neighbors if I was out there. No. We got, we're like we're pretty far from our neighbors. <laughs> no, I, I get scared in that kind of. T I'm I'm terrified of the country. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Ugh. What's so scary about the country? <laughs> They're murders. Deer? No. Well, Deer. I guess we did kind of have a guy who might be a serial killer a few years ago who lived out here. But yeah. you know, other than that. No, other than there's there is no other than that. That's oh, it. Come on, how many more serial killers has New York had? We have serial killers here. What? We have we have specific murders that go down. <laughs> you, you stay out of this little area because there's some 
specific shit that's going right, down right, right there. Right, right. But the random shit. Eh, well, we just had one. I shouldn't say that we just had one last week. Did you? Um, at the ice, the ice rink. This this kid wanted this other kid's marmot jacket, Ugh. and and he didn't want to give it up. So the kid left the rink, came back with a gun, and then shot at him. And he didn't get the guy with the jacket. He got some other kid, paralyzed him. Oh, that's so fucking brutal. Up. It's fucked up. Yeah. So we get some once in a while, but you yeah. know that can happen anywhere, really. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not thirty miles out. No, not so much. But you know, <laughs> there's other shit that goes on. It's scary quiet. Yeah, it is. It is. And then, like, when you're like 15 out here, you get crazy a lot faster. Like the the kids down the way that like there's there's a village that's bigger. We're just sort of like a road right here, but there's a village uh, down just like close to here, and those kids party way too hard. You know what I mean? Like it's coke and everything every night. You know what I mean? Like they're just like way way further crazy because there's nothing to do. Really, How about like, that? when you're was, that age, you know. What's that? Didn't you always think that was kind of weird? Like I always thought that was weird when you're in a small town. Or like even like Hawaii or some shit like that or like a little town, Arizona or Nevada. And you're like, hell yeah, cranks my shit. You know, like speed. I'm all about it. Like, like, what are you doing? You're not doing shit. Like, let's go fucking climb that tree again. Like, what the fuck are people doing? I don't understand. Driving trucks. Driving yeah, trucks. But but, but it, it just grinding out your fucking molars. Just, like, I mean, I don't understand. Just smoke some weed. Settle down. Yeah, meth is crazy that way. Like, that, <laughs> the fact that you can make it yourself without really having to, like, you have to know what you're doing. But, you know, that is just terrible. Like, something that's that addictive and that fucking gross and hard to stop. And you can actually cook it, like. Oh, terrible combination. There's been a lot of people that I knew uh, when I lived in Saskatoon who've completely destroyed their lives. Quite a few of them have died from it because it's just, for a while, it was like easier to find than weed. It was oh, cheaper yeah. and easier to find. And it's just, yeah, oh, yeah. They'd, they'd be on it for like a week at a time. And at the end of it, be so fucking crazy that they were seeing demons and ghosts and whatever. You know, like, ugh, oh, yeah. scary yeah. shit. And did they all look like blueberry muffins? Like that's what we called this one guy because he picked. Oh, they picked their face so bad, and it just fucking blueberry mm. muffin, just like splotchy, splotchy, splotchy head, fucking well, nasty. I knew a guy who was so hooked that his thing was to get a big bag of it, and then he would keep his piss, and he would pick his sores because your sores are actually little pieces of crystal coming out through your skin. And the piss, you, you can get like 80% of your meth back if you keep your piss and dry it out and smoke your own piss. He's so, genius, this guy. I'm telling you, man, like that is nasty, smoking your own fucking dried out urine. But they do it and they'll like, uh, yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's an awful, awful drug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, hugs. Yeah. <laughs> hugs. <laughs> oh man, oh yeah. You know it's so much better than crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> Golden dildos. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that was on the train. It's like, uh, is that seat open? <laughs> Excuse me, are you? All right, can you move your? Can you move your back so I can sit there? 
<laughs> you put it on the seat next to you to keep someone from sitting down, but you might get the wrong person who really <laughs> wants to sit down, so you got to watch it. That's right. <laughs> Attract the wrong kind of attention wouldn't be too hard. Oh, my God. Well, you've heard me talk about getting jerked off to on the subway. It happens oh. to me. Quite a bit. <laughs> I just take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those weird compliments. Like, are you choosing me because I'm hot or because you think you can get away with this? Yeah, she won't say anything. <laughs> yeah. She looks like she's pretty nice. She's probably I'm cool like with this. Back. <laughs> this can't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't look judgy. <laughs> Yeah, so I, and I don't, I don't judge, I don't judge anybody. I just, I, I have said like, really, to somebody, <laughs> and I think I only said really because it, it, I wasn't alone on the train. Like it, a lot of times, it'll happen. I'm, I'm just by myself in the car, so I understand. Like, oh, it's just me, it's me and you. It's an intimate moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. But this one time, it was like a crowded car. And so I got up and I was like, really? You know, if you want to follow me down a few cars, it might be a little quieter. Than the other <laughs> <laughs> That's why he chose you. <laughs> I got you. Come this way, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, this one guy had a green. He had he was very well coordinated. This He was a handsome young black man. And he, he had a, a green um, polo shirt a green baseball cap, green sneakers, but then he made the mistake of carrying a green washcloth. And I thought, mm, mm. if you're going to whack it into there, I I propose white. Yeah. Just, I understand the outfit. But you know what? Right now, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right now, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Just you can't cast- fuck up that look, man. You know. <laughs> You start throwing white in there, he's going to end up looking like a leprechaun or something. Like, it's no good. He's got to stay matching. It's like, fuck the Irish. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So stupid. It's the jerking off. I once had a man do a boner wave at me through a short set. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, the fact that a man was wearing a short set and it wasn't 1994. (laughs) That's probably a big deal. First off, and then, yeah, that alone, jeez. Yeah. And then the boner, and then the wave was just like, rig, rig, rig. <laughs> and I was reading, so I thought I, I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> but I don't know. It's the subway. A lot of stuff's going by. People walking. But then I looked up again, and he was staring right at me. What, like lifting his pant leg up so you could see up there? No, it was the shorts were really baggy, and they oh, just all lifted the entire fabric up. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's creative. He, he was an older man. I think he had experience. <laughs> I say. He really knew what he was doing on this. Right, First right. Vulnerable. Wow. Definitely. Hey, there's a cat here. Did you want to come here? I have a cat. Um, what else, Owen? What else are we talking about? Are we are we done? Well, we're getting close. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's about like ten to twelve here, so oh. I do have to get up at five with the kids. Oh no, you better go. 
So what do you, what do you like to say? What else? Well, what else um, I just like you to uh, just quickly go over your your contact shit. Like how what's going on with your okay. One thing I did want to ask you before that is uh, movie wise, you've done like quite a bit of stuff lately, right? Yes. Do you are you able to you get disclose what movies you were working on the last time we talked? Like, are you are is that stuff coming out? Yes, they are in post production right now. So they're oh, editing okay. the last movie that I did. They're editing for festivals. They want to submit it to festivals. So I won't right. be able to get any kind of footage or anything if they're doing that because they don't like that to be out yeah, among the web people. But uh, uh, as soon as I know, I'll tell you. And cool. and I'm I'm on hold for something that it seems like a really cool thing, which I would love to get. Um, which is um, Steven Soderbergh, the movie maker guy, the director, right. is, is producing um, an episodic, which is like a series. And it's about, it's called The Nick. The Nick? Yeah. And it's about the first black surgeon in America. And oh, wow. How, yeah. And it's a true story. And it's based on like, it's all about like how the the town that he first got to dealt with him and dealt with the fact, you know, of the race relations and stuff. And so I am um, this lady who's like very untrustworthy and right. suspicious and like racist and uh, crazy black Southern lady, you know, fucking <laughs> what is this black man doing here? And, uh, and I got, and I got a call back and I got put oh, on cool. hold and it was like, yes, yeah, so I apparently I play really good, like fucked up ladies, crazy fucked up ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice. It's not a stretch. I mean, no. the thing is a little bit of stretch. I'm not very good at that, but I'm good at being mean. <laughs> well, that's uh, good. That's a good talent to have. And it, given the, um, you know, male dominant uh, nature of the writing in Hollywood, uh, there's a lot of parts for crazy ladies, you know? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. So you're the Jesswood.com. Um, the Jesswood on Twitter and all that stuff too. And uh, did you um, have any more news on your book yet? I really uh, want that to come out. Thank you so much. So do I. I want to get the fuck out. I really out. want to read it. Uh, so do I. I want to get the fuck off here. Um, uh, it's uh, it's with the agent, right. and what that means to us now is that. I'm like crossing my fucking fingers that it's ready to be resubmitted to the publishing houses that are waiting for it. Right. Cause it's got like five houses waiting. Right. Which is great news. That's I mean, awesome. for a 10th grade dropout ex prostitute drug addict, you know, <laughs> I can't ask for a better fucking sure. feedback, but, um, it's a nerve wracking. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I, uh, I hired two editors. I rewrote it like six or seven times right. and then I turned it back in and I'm sure it's still a 10th grade dropout writing. You know what I mean? Right. But it's good stories and the, the women and men who helped me rework it and edit it and stuff all said the same thing. They all said, when I read it, it reads like a film. Like you can see it and you could see the movie. Yeah. So that's great to me. I, it's all good feedback. So thanks for asking about oh, it. Oh yeah, no problem. I no, I'm I'm not being facetious about that at all. I would really like <laughs> to read that. <laughs> thank you. No problem, man. Well, thank you so much for coming out. 
Yeah, it was really a blast, man. Always have a fun time, and I, I'm sorry Chill wasn't here. I miss her to death. Well, hopefully next time she'll take her responsibilities seriously and all that, you know, but uh, until then, <laughs> nah. She's having a blast with Ultra, and uh, I'm excited for that because they don't get to see each other very often, so it's a blast. That's nice. Well, thanks, Owen. Thanks for having me, and oh, no uh, you guys are coming. awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. Keep doing what you do. Thanks, you too, and uh, we'll be looking forward to your show on Spreecast 7 o'clock, is it? That's right. So we're going to do, uh, Josh and I, he doesn't, like I said, he doesn't want to do video, so right. I. So we're not going to do a live thing. We're mm -hmm. just going to record it. So I'll have that up probably on Wednesday. Nice. Um, I'll have a Tuesday night show up on Wednesday, and then Friday you can join me in the Spreecast room at 7, and we can talk shit about sex, and you can send me emails or messages, whatever you nice. like. Nice. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Thanks, man. All right. We'll talk to you later, Jess. All right, Owen. Right. Thanks, bro. Bye. No problem. See ya. And that is that. Wow, that was fun. Um, hope you guys like it. Uh, the song today is Extra Science. It's the title track from the Fraction and Fresh Kill's album, Extra Science. Enjoy. Focus on visions that lie ahead Prone to purge collisions of visions inside your head Beat a mic to death I'm utterly methodical Got questions in my brain So my message is philosophical Push away from out of my way Trudge through the trenches of my imagination My ideas pray The root of evil, fruit of the divine They can feel the texture of my spirit in these lines Though the road got bumps like the skin of a toes back Them fist pumping hipsters can't consider me throwback Throw a jab, some shit to make you think Subconscious ammunition, my soul got bullet holes from sins Never been a fiend, don't live in no dream Versed in the art of collecting paper since the age of 15 Yo, I splash the moon to form an overseas alliance My superpowers, knowledge itself, extra science you wanna get it, get No word of man can pierce my armor Turn around and strike the owner Like the cobra did the snake charmer I'ma get to the destination With no poison influence Expectations society breathe Cause confusion Free from false illusion Refusing to let my dudes pass me by On the far side of my life I found self I kept it moving through the truest course Caught up in this labyrinth With multiple monitors Lingering like snakes in the Nile Not afraid to think Morality in essence Is denial of the nature of sin Just another man alive Trying to provide An extra sense data blend Robotic schematic is tragic Ghosts walk the trails of the forgotten The concept of death and life I'm finding so monotonous Capture the propulsion of the message in my rhyme It's gradual destruction of a culture like the Mayans Extra science <laughs> 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 
Languages from a different alphabet I stand alone, ain't no regular amalgamous That's foul ball, outside the line of introspect On a path to righteousness, one to seek respect I keep my chin on neck at 90 degrees Angles are overstanding science, lay the questions that breathe My mind state is rigid, been conditioned to the climate of this earth Beyond the silver line and any words, extra science <laughs> Some people are thinking and slipping and tripping. Yo, relate, relate, relate. Rest on all the deals that ain't my fault, my fault. 